So hello listeners and welcome back to the series Ask Us Mr. Kingdom. And today we are going to see the continuation for last week's episode, yeah? But before that, wishing all my listeners a wonderful new year, wishing you the best and a happy, healthy year ahead, yeah? May you achieve whatever you have in your mind, whatever plans and whatever goals you have set for yourself for this year. I wish you the best and I really do hope you're able to achieve the goals and many, many more than that. Yes. Okay. So with that, let's go ahead with today's story. Um, last week, uh, we stopped with, um, Elizabeth. Yeah. Elizabeth wants to go back into Mrs. Wallbank's room, into Gavin's room, in fact, and check out the envelope that was marked for her. Because um, uh, Mrs. Wallbank didn't allow her to have a look at the envelope, right? And she really felt that's wrong because it was for her. Gavin has left it for Elizabeth and she should get a chance and look at the envelope at least once, yes? So now she is trying to sneak into his room to get a hold on the envelope. So let's see what happens ahead if she is able to get a hand on the envelope or does she get caught what really happens in the story ahead yeah well i did receive a few responses from some listeners um making a guess as to what really have what may happen ahead in the story so thank you so much all of you were super creative and it was really interesting for me to see the way you have really thought about the story ahead so yes thank you so much and i hope you like how the story is going to turn up today so yeah do check out and let's not waste much time let's go right with today's story okay so here we go I tiptoed down the hallway to Gavin's studio and stepped inside the room. There was my envelope with Elizabeth on it, lying on the art table halfway across the room. I took a step toward it when Mrs. Wallbank's voice rang out and I froze. Henry! she yelled. Someone's been in these files. Some of the file folders are missing. The drawings are gone. Mrs. Wallbanks was kneeling on the studio floor, her back to me, her head practically inside one of the drawers to the file. She hadn't seen or heard me. I moved a step closer to my envelope. Henry shouted back from the sofa, where he seemed to be permanently planted. Oh, keep looking. It means money in the bank for us. Those drawings are valuable. Inch by inch, I moved towards the envelope. Before I could grab it, Mrs. Wallbank's head popped out of the file drawer. She saw me. Get out of here! She yelled and leaped for the envelope. I never saw anybody move so fast. Henry! Come on here and help me! This kid is trying to get her hands on one of the pictures! I wasn't sure what Henry might do if he was even able to move, so I made a break for it. I rushed into the hall 
out the back door and straight into Mrs. Shiner, who was leaving for the day. Her hat flew off, and her shopping bag fell from her hand. I'm sorry. I cried and tried to show her things back into the shopping bag, apron, handbag, flat-heeled shoes, and a folder from which some papers had spilled. Oh, go away! Leave me alone! I don't need your help. Mister Shiner nervously snatched the folder from my hands, showing the papers back inside. I was sure I had caught a glimpse of one of Gavin's drawings. At least I thought I was sure. I couldn't take the folder from her, but I had to find out what was going on. I'm sorry, I said again and headed for my house. As soon as she was far enough away, I followed her, making sure she didn't see me. She walked four long blocks to the main shopping street of Pinedale and entered a soda shop. I could see clearly through the window. I didn't go inside. I thought it was safer. Mrs. Shiner plopped down at a corner table where a tall, well-dressed, dark-haired man was eating. She ordered something. When the waitress left, I saw Mrs. Shiner pull the folder from her shopping bag and hand it to her companion. He glanced inside, then quickly slipped her an envelope. Was this a payoff? Carrie and I had read many payoffs in our mystery novels. I stepped into a nearby phone booth and called Carrie, quickly telling her where I was. Come on, hurry! We have got a crime taking place. I said. Right, said Carrie. She showed up just before Mrs. Shiner left the shop and waddled down the street. We decided to let her go and follow the folder to see where it led us. It wasn't far; just a few doors down the street, the dark-haired man entered an office building. We watched the numbers on the elevator as he rode it to the fifth floor. The directory listed only a few names for the fifth floor: Thaddeus Gridley, dentist; Emily Johnson, attorney at law; and Paul Roman, art dealer. Paul Roman, we need to talk to Detective Sanders. I turned to Carrie. All right, Carrie said. We raced to Pinedale's police station, over on the next block, and asked for Detective Sanders. He had just come in, so he took us into his office, where I poured out everything I had seen and heard. Detective Sanders gave me a questioning look. How does all this fit together? He asked. You have told me about an alleged art theft involving Mr. Shiner and Paul Roman, and you suspect Gavin McCann's sister and brother-in-law of arranging his disappearance in order to lay claim to his drawings. Why does it all have to fit together? The way I see it, there are two crimes: art theft and. I guess murder," I said. He frowned at me. "Your mother told me you girls read too many mystery novels. I think she may be right." Look, I can prove what I told you. If you visit Paul Roman's office before he has a chance to sell the drawings, you will find them. I insisted. Detective Sanders nodded. <laughs> 
that will take a search warrant which can be arranged however the conversation you overheard between the world bank sis is only hearsay i bounced eagerly in my chair i think the answer to gavin's disappearance is in the envelope he left for me mrs wallbanks wouldn't give it to me because she said it was valuable but i wouldn't be surprised if gavin knew he was in danger and named his murderers Oh wow! Right, Gary said. Detective Sanders made a quick phone call and said to us, "I have sent someone to talk to Paul Roman." He shoved back his chair and got to his feet. Let's visit the wall bankers and take a look at that envelope. Come on, I'll give you a lift. When we arrived at the house, Mrs. Wallbanks wasn't very happy to see us, and she really looked. Pained when Detective Sanders asked for my envelope. I don't see any reason to show you that envelope or any of Gavin's drawings, she said, and her husband grunted his agreement from the sofa in the living room. If you would prefer, I'll get a search warrant, Detective Sanders said firmly. I wanted to cheer. I could tell that he was getting really interested in the case. Her hands fluttering nervously, Mrs. Wallbanks handed over the envelope. Detective Sanders opened it, pulled out a single drawing, and examined it, turning it over and over. "What are these squiggles? I don't understand this picture at all," he asked. I eagerly reached for the drawing and began to study it. Piece by piece, the drawing began to come alive. In the left corner, nestled in three branches, I made out the profiles of Zeta and Henry Wallbanks. The leaves around them turned into dollar bills, and the fat overstuffed sofa. The suspects! They are here! I said aloud. Detective Sanders and Carrie peered over my shoulder as I pointed out the drawing of the Wallbankses. I will be jarred. I see them. What else have you found? Detective Sanders said. Moving from left to right, I discovered a bus, a mountain, and a tombstone. Murder! I cried. But this was not Gavin's tombstone. Written on it were words I could just make out: peace and quiet. Murder! Detective Sanders repeated. He took a step towards Mrs. Wallbanks, who turned as white as the paper the drawing was on, and then I started to laugh. I laughed so hard it fell to the rug and held my stomach. It's not murder, I told Detective Sanders, ignoring the amazed expressions on everyone's faces. I got up, tugged him and Gary outside, and said, <laughs> "Let's go wrap up the art theft." Do you want to tell me what's so funny about a suspected murder? He asked. I told you it wasn't murder. Gavin showed me where he's hiding from his sister and her husband. I pointed to the lower right-hand side of the picture and helped him see that among the squiggles was something that looked like a rusted mountain cabin, with Gavin's face smiling from the window. Mm-hmm. I think your mother's wrong about those mystery stories," Detective Sanders said. "When you can quickly solve a case as you have just done, it's obvious that you don't read too many. You have read just enough."
Carrie and I grinned at each other. We not only read mystery stories; someday we might even write them. Carrie said. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, that's the end of today's story, and that's how Carrie and Elizabeth solved the case, along with Detective Sanders' help. Yeah. Um. So, I personally felt it to be a really cool way of, um, uh, being able to um convey the information through a story, through a picture, yeah, in a graphical format. I think it's really cool of Mr. Gavin to be able to do that and it was even smarter of Elizabeth to be able to identify the correct information and relate it to the case and being able to crack, okay, this is what has actually happened. So I found it really a nice way and I think... If ever you happen to have some party at home for kids and there is some idea of um organizing a treasure hunt, I think you should give this idea a shot. Instead of having the clues written on paper, you can convey the clue in a graphical manner. Yeah, don't you think it would be really fun? People will be trying to understand. Oh, how is it? And I think it would be a nice, fun way to play the game. So yeah, if ever you happen to try it. Do let me know, and yes, so that's the end of the story. Um, they've cracked the case, and luckily, Gavin McCam is all good, safe, and in his hiding place. So yes, he and Elizabeth would have met afterwards, and yeah, things end on a happy note. Okay, so with that, this series of us ask series comes to an end. Yes. So let me know how did you like the series, and yeah, you know what to do. Just send your comments at my Twitter handle at the rate Roshni SK. You can also drop your comments at Shishu underscore Katha at the rate Outlook dot com. Also, do let me know what do you think I should try out next. Yes. So don't forget to share your comments, cause I am waiting to hear from all of you. So do share your comments, quick, 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 and I'll see you next week with a new series, a new trailer, possibly. Yeah. So okay then, see ya next week. Bye. Take care and wishing all of you again a wonderful year ahead. Bye bye.